Lord, I'm so hungry. Lord Jesus, make me hunger for you and not the food. I do not want to be like Esau, who sold his birthright for the stew. Well, readers, I am still working my way through the book Defining Moments by Bill Johnson. I just completed Chapter 11, titled Spiritual Hunger, Amy Semple McPherson. The chapter begins with this quote from Amy. O Lord, I am so hungry for your Holy Spirit. You have told me that in the day when I seek with my whole heart, you will be found of me. Now, Lord, I am going to stay right here until you pour out upon me the promise of the Holy Spirit for whom you commanded me to tarry. If I die of starvation, I am so hungry for him, I can't wait another day. I will not eat another meal until you baptize me. That's from page 211. From Defining Moments, God Encounters with Ordinary People Who Change the World. Have you ever experienced hunger such as this? I confess I have not yet followed this hard after the Spirit. Hunger for God. Pastor Bill says we were born to step into his purposes, demonstrating his love, purity, and power. Not to hunger for more is to suppress our God-given appetite. From page 218 of the book. I find a simmering desire for more deep amidst my being. I know it's part of Holy Spirit fire, but have yet to experience the deep, electrical filling of glory that Amy experienced. From the mighty testimonies of seekers of Jesus across the generations since Pentecost, I realize there is abundantly more available. Holy Spirit, light the fire within. It takes surrender to the Lord, making Jesus truly Lord of your life. Something like Amy's quotation above, we don't need to fear the fire. It is God's all-consuming love. What do you fill your natural God hunger with? I probably shared before, but I squander my hunger on food, mahjong games, reading, entertainment, and other pastimes. In fact, this post did not go out when it usually does because I spent my evening playing kitchen mahjong, and I didn't realize the time I was spending until bedtime. In themselves, none of these things above are evil, but they take the place of God's best plan for me. Having a finite number of hours, days, and years in a life, how we spend that time filling our appetites is eternally important. Walk in wisdom. Ephesians 5, verse 15 through 17 says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. A prophetic manifesto for the new era 2020 prophetic words. (sighs) 
A prophetic manifesto for the new era, 20 prophetic words for the 2020s by Patricia King is the next book I am using for devotions and study for this year. Each day, Patricia begins with a scripture followed by a prophecy and insights, thoughts to ponder, and a prayer. I am on chapter 6, day 6, and each day has hit home, being relevant to where I am at where I am at, and where our churches and society is at. Today's chapter is An Era of the Plumb Line. Patricia saw the Lord's double-edged sword come from heaven and plunge into the land. God told her that the sword is truth, the word of God. One side of the sword is God's kindness, the other God's severity. Kindness leads to repentance, but those who will not repent will experience God's severity. Romans chapter 11, verse 22 says, Therefore consider the goodness and severity of God on those who fell severity, but towards you goodness if you continue in his goodness. Otherwise you also will be cut off. The churches use the word of God to serve their own follies. In the name of love and acceptance, the truth in God's word is watered down or rewritten. Some don't believe all of the Bible is true, just the parts they agree with. Do you believe it when Isaiah 5.20 says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter? As we navigate through our lives, we must know the truth and let the truth of God set us free so we may bring freedom to others. Are you willing to be bold and speak truth amid lies? Facts are not necessarily God's truth. As his representatives, how shall we live? There's so much to take in. I'm looking toward God's justice that's rolling across our land and around the world to expose and clear the evils of our society from top to bottom. Hold on, dear ones. It's going to be a wild ride, and we must stand on God's side, making his truth known no matter what the cost. Remember our brothers and sisters in chains. We have not fought the good fight of the gospel to the point of death yet. We must prepare to do this if necessary. My friends, we must patiently keep the commandments of God. Revelation 14.12 says, Here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who kept the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works follow them. May we all be counted faithful. Until next time, I wish shalom on my dear readers.